This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Devi. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. What's up, Elite Seekers? Episode 14, and we are in March. It's crazy. It's my birthday month, so it's a big month. I'm, I'm excited about it. But we're going to keep this thing moving. We are jumping right into our fifth part of the Elite Region Series. You know, this is one I really enjoy. You get to jump around the country, find these underclassmen that are going to be future stars, and we get to tell you about them. So today's episode is going to be the fifth one. As I mentioned, throughout this series, we have been looking for prospects from specifically the 2023 and 2024 draft eligible classes to determine who we think will be the top quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end once they finish their college careers. This episode, we're going to focus solely on the Sunshine State, also known as Florida. So let's get right into it. First up, we're going to talk about 2023 draft eligible Anthony Richardson quarterback six foot four 224 pounds four-star recruit he is out of Gainesville Florida and currently attending the University of Florida his name might be familiar if you are a Netflix subscriber as he was featured on QB1 beyond the lights during his high school career Richardson amassed over 4,700 passing yards and 37 touchdowns as well as 1,600 rushing yards and another 41 touchdowns on the ground. He's known for his dynamic legs and powerful build, but his first year at Florida was really focused on just learning how to read defenses, improving his accuracy, and understanding how to be patient in decisions. He learned a lot of that from Kyle Trask, as well as the analyst team, the quarterback coach there. And now Florida's quarterback coach, Brian Johnson, did just recently accept the same role for the Philadelphia Eagles with their new coaching staff there, but this might be a great thing for Richardson. His new quarterback coach is former Florida analyst Garrick McKee, who is helping Richardson really better understand all the tricks and intricacies that these defenses are going to throw at him once he becomes a starter in the SEC. Richardson only saw the field in three games last year, completing only one pass, but it did go for 27 yards and a touchdown. And then he also rushed another seven times for 61 yards. He most likely will be the main backup 
2018 quarterback recruit, Emory Jones, but early talk is that Florida could be running a two-quarterback system where we might see Richardson get on the field early and often. The upside for Richardson here at Florida is tremendous. He's someone who could eventually challenge that California quarterback trio that we've talked about in Bryce Young, DJU, and CJ Stroud for a spot in the 2023 NFL draft first round. So stay tuned, pay attention. Richardson has a ton of the tools and everything he's saying, he is focused on becoming a better passer and not just being known as a quarterback with legs. Let's go ahead and stick with quarterback here. As we talk about 2024 draft eligible JJ McCarthy, he is six foot three, 190 pounds, a five star recruit out of Bradenton, Florida. And he's going to be attending Michigan. That was a big downer for a lot of people. JJ McCarthy attended this past year at IMG Academy. So he does fall into our Florida grouping, but he's originally actually from LaGrange Park, Illinois. I do like the fact that after a 13 and one record in Illinois, he wanted to leave the state and find an opportunity to get better. Shows his competitiveness, his drive to succeed, which will be needed to turn the Michigan program around. With Michigan quarterback Joe Milton recently entering the transfer portal as a grad transfer, JJ will have a great opportunity to earn a starting job this spring which would be a big time boost in his overall value, his stock, his development. Most people are going to be down on JJ, as I mentioned, due to his choice to attend Michigan and their horrendous track record under Jim Harbaugh at the quarterback position, etc. But his talent is in that where he could be the guy to turn this program around. Like, I don't want to put too much on him, but hey, someone's got to do it at some point, right? Let's, let's go blue. That's, that's Michigan. They got a a rich history there. McCarthy is not anywhere near the biggest or the baddest quarterback in the yard, but he's very, very accurate. And he is special throwing the ball while on the run. He isn't going to beat you for big plays down the field with his legs, but he's serviceable enough in that area to keep the defense honest. There is a video recently uh, that I saw that's circulating around on Twitter and other social media platforms of JJ throwing the ball about 30 yards while jumping and spinning a full 360 degrees and hitting his target right in the hands. Pretty crazy. Might seem like nothing on its own, but when you check out what he does on the field, it really translates to his skill, staying focused on the target while avoiding and escaping the pass rush, You know, just being unorthodox and getting the ball there under pressure. Stay tuned because Michigan football this spring, you know, if he comes in and just takes over and wins that job early on, which... It looks like he has a damn good chance. It'll be wheels up for JJ. And hey, I'll bet early because this is the absolute cheapest. You're going to get quarterbacks in their freshman year. And if he does come in and he looks good in his freshman season as a starter, then it's going to be just, you know, an ascension in value. So pay attention early on. Listen to spring ball. But I'm telling you, there is a clear path right now for JJ McCarthy. So as much as I like the potential of both of the quarterbacks I just mentioned, I got to go with Richardson as a ceiling guy for when his college career is over. JJ very well could be a starter before Richardson hits the field. But with that potential of a two quarterback system working its way in in Florida, I just like his long term outlook. I think he's going to have a ton of weapons around him, you know, and, and Richardson could really 
make that explosive program even more explosive. So if he comes in and tears it up in the SEC, whether it be this year or next year, that value and that overall stock will just skyrocket. So Richardson's my guy. That's the guy I think will be the elite seeker out of Florida at the quarterback position. Oh, baby, let's get into the running backs. This is a dude. 2023 draft eligible. Demarcus Bowman, 5'11", 200 pounds, five-star out of Lakeland, Florida. He is now attending the University of Florida, and he's the forgotten man. Ever since Demarcus Bowman mysteriously entered the transfer portal from Clemson during, during the season where he was the heir apparent behind Travis Etienne, he was just kind of slowly falling out of the Debbie community's conversations of top young running backs. And that's crazy. One look at his high school film and you will remember why DeMarcus is an absolute problem on the field from the running back position. He'll make people notice as soon as he touches the field again and should be ultra motivated to be back playing in front of friends and family in his home state of Florida. DeMarcus is an explosive, muscle-bound, and true burner that can kick it into high gear instantly. He will undoubtedly be one of the best running backs in the nation at big plays and will quickly garner a ton of attention from that. He's going to be on top plays. I promise you that. He's going to be a guy that gets a lot of social media burn. He just needs to be on the field to showcase that. They will remember this five-star stud. Be sure not to pass on the thick build of DeMarcus' his 4-4 40-yard dash, as he'll be really a guy that just makes you regret it in the long run. Before spring ball gets ramped up, I highly, highly, highly recommend reaching out to managers in your leagues. See where they stand with them. Are they kind of shook by the transfer? Do they not really know what's going on? You know, that's how it goes with freshmen. Is he already on a team? If he's not on a team, you better draft him. You know, probably not a very deep league, but. You know, if he's on a team, you got to go figure it out. Find a way to get him onto your team. DeMarcus has all the makings of a future rookie first round stud running back that should be on winning rosters across fantasy football. We're going to talk about one of my favorite running backs here. 2024 draft eligible Lavoisier Carroll, six foot, 190 pounds. Four-star out of Bradenton, Florida. University of Georgia is where he is going. Lavoisier is a fast six-foot-one running back who likes to play angry. His vision and patience behind the line before exploding through the hole will be extremely dangerous at the next level. He won't be brought down by arm tackles and can make guys miss before hitting the burners. If he sees that open field in front of him, see ya. He's out of there. 24-7 Sports compares him to Chris Carson. And I like that, but I think he could be an even faster version of that as long as he continues to fill out his great frame with muscle mass. As we know, Carson's a beast when he gets contact. He's dragging a pile. You know, he's pushing through. He's rarely going down on first contact. Whenever you get the chance to recruit a running back off the number one high school team in the nation, you better do it. I had a chance to speak to my fellow high school alum and former Washington football team pro bowler fullback Mike Sellers about him and he had a ton to say. Lavoisier got to learn from Mike this year as Mike is the running back coach at IMG Academy and Mike told me he'll be in the league in three years and that was music to my ears. I'm like hey I trust you Mike. I know Mike had to grind all the way to get to where he wanted to be so 
When he says something like that, he does not take it lightly. Georgia certainly has competition in the running back room, but Lavoisier's talent will shine through when it's said and done. This story is just getting started. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Now, this was a tough one for me, but I got to give it to Demarcus Bowman. He is just too talented. Lavoisier definitely has that ceiling, that potential in the long run. I just love the the setup that Bowman's going into, going back to his home state, being able to play in front of his friends and family, and, and just what Florida's offense has been able to bring to us lately. I think he'll be a huge part of that, and they're very, very happy that they got him back from Clemson. So I got to go with Demarcus Bowman, but... Hey, stay tuned as well for Lavoisier Carroll. He is a star in the making, just might take it a little bit longer. Let's jump over to wide receivers now. 2023 draft eligible Xavier Henderson, six foot three and a half, 190 pounds, four star out of Miami, Florida. And he just finished up his freshman season at the University of Florida. He is the brother of Jacksonville Jaguars, young star cornerback C.J. Henderson, and he was an elite track athlete in high school, holding the number one time for the 400 meter dash at 4717 in the entire country. He also held the number three 200 meter time in the nation with 2109 before his season was shut down due to COVID. This dude is a track athlete playing football with size. With the older brother that succeeded at the college level and now is succeeding at the NFL level, I'm pumped for this. Pumped. Xavier helped lead his team to the 2018 and 2019 Florida State 8A state championships while putting up 52 receptions for 823 yards and seven touchdowns over his 22 game career. Good for over 15 yards per catch, which really showcased his field stretching speed. He also had three touchdowns in the state championship game just to show his big playability. And he was a dude they could lean on. He was not leaving there without a trophy. Xavier chose Florida over Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, Florida State, Miami, Tennessee, Ole Miss, you name it. Everybody wanted him. They understand what type of talent he could mold himself into. One thing I really like about him is, you know, in a couple of interviews, he was asked about following in his brother's footsteps. Xavier always responds with he doesn't want to follow in his brother's footsteps, but instead he wants to walk along with them and eventually just be better than his older brother. He said better. You can always sense the competition there. 
And, and I think that's a key ingredient to becoming elite at whatever you do. During his freshman season this year at Florida, he appeared in all but one game. He showed off his deep threat speed again in limited fashion, averaging over 16 yards per catch with his nine receptions for 148 yards and a touchdown. He will need to continue to add muscle to his frame to truly reach his potential, but his speed, his catch radius, his ability to track the deep pass and explosiveness off the line is special. And it shows he has some amazing tools to be great. We're just going to have to pay attention and see if he truly can be better than his brother. Continuing with this IMG Academy, we got to talk about 2024 draft eligible Ja'Cory Brooks. I have mentioned him in past episodes, six foot, 385 pound, five star out of Bradenton, Florida. Man, at IMG, he was a beast with JJ McCarthy. But before teaming up with McCarthy at IMG, he did lead Booker T. Washington to a 4A Florida State Championship his junior year and then followed it up by being the number one team in the nation for his final high school season at IMG. That's crazy. This dude is just a winner. He looks like the most physically ready wide receiver recruit that Alabama is bringing in out of their big four of Brooks, Jai Hall, Jojo Earl, and Christian Leary. Ja'Cory is quicker than he is fast, but consistently creates separation using head fakes, quick change of direction, footwork. It reminds me a little bit of a, of a much less polished version of Devontae Adams, but that's, that's what type of ceiling I think you're looking at. And that's, that's crazy to say. Devontae is, is amazing, and, and I just see Ja'Cory having that ability. I love his competitiveness. You know, everything the coaching staff said at IMG is all about his work ethic. So we'll see because it takes it's a long, long road to get to anywhere near a Devante type player. But there's that mold in there, though. He won't be the fastest on the field. He plays at his top speed as well all the time and doesn't do much slowing down to make catches or change direction, which allows him to be very slippery in the open field for his size. In high school, he returned punts, which allowed his team to capitalize on that skill. Moving to IMG will prove to have been a great decision for Ja'Cory, even though he only played five games. The step up in competition will act as a great bridge to what should be an early playing time, um, you know, type situation for him at Alabama as he catches passes from the dynamic Bryce Young, as we know. Now, you know, I could not leave the wide receiver section in Florida without talking about the guy that I think and I'm telling you before I even talk about him that I think will be the number one wide receiver wearing the crown out of Florida when it's said and done. He's actually my top wide receiver, regardless of state right now for uh, this class of 2024 draft eligibility. And that's a Jai Hall, six foot three, 190 pound, four star out of Valrico, Florida. You guys know I've talked about him already. He's going to Alabama. He'll be there with Joe Corey Brooks. He'll be there with Jojo Earl. They're loading up. The wide receiver that I feel has the highest ceiling in this class is him by far. A Jai Hall, someone, you know, I, I've, I've consistently mentioned as being just a guy that might be a late bloomer and he's just already a straight bully on the field. There will be scouts who talk about how raw he is, technically speaking. But if you see beyond all that, he really, really, really has the ceiling 
of a Julio Jones, DK Metcalf type player. He could be as elite as they come. He's that type of dude. Again, as I mentioned with the Devontae Adams potential comparison with Ja'Cory, there's such a long road, especially when we're talking about incoming freshmen. So a lot could happen between now and then, but he's as athletic as they come. And some rumors already have him up to 205 as he's been putting in work in the weight room. So that'd be great to see if you had another 15 pounds on there. His arms are freakishly long and he's going to Alabama with Brooks, Jojo, Christian Leary as well. Um, it's really going to bring the dog out of him just to compete with those incoming freshmen, plus the guys that are already there, you know, guys like Mechie, et cetera. Hall will have to show up early or risk not seeing the field at all in his freshman season. I think it's going to tell us a lot. And that's the exact environment he craves. Lots of films show him just sort of going through the motions when he isn't being challenged. But the few times he is challenged, he just turns into a true alpha on the field. You know, there's even video of him tossing DBs on the ground, just standing there and blocking situations. I'm sure there's some chirping leading up to that. But let's just pay attention for how Alabama helps him use the the physicality, the breakaway speed, the acrobatic catching ability and so on. This kid is special and I'm putting my name all over it. I'm excited to watch him bloom. Let's jump over to these tight ends here. I'm going to tell you about a real interesting one in 2024 draft eligible Nick Elksness, six foot six, 220 pound. He's only a three star. So I don't talk about too many three stars here out of Jacksonville, Florida. He is going to the University of Florida. He'll be joining fellow class of 2021 tight end recruit Gage Wilcox, who is ranked a bit higher, but doesn't have near the same size. And I think in the long run, that could matter with the way they use the tight end position in Gainesville. You know, a lot of red zone, red zone work, etc. Elksness was originally going to attend Penn State, but later changed his mind due to how hard it would have been for family to attend games. Nick is nowhere near the athlete that a Kyle Pitts was, but he does a great job as far as catch radius. He's just long as he continually showed the ability to catch the ball away from his body and in stride. He could be a seam stretcher, a big time red zone threat, as well as a QB's best friend when it comes to a safety valve with his size in the middle of the field. He has freakishly long frame that should fill in with the weight room program at Florida. If we see him in that 240 to 250 pound range, he could be a major problem for defenses, both in college and the pros. So someone to pay attention to six foot six. That's always a, a nice look. And if you're a tight end going to Florida with that, you know, pay attention. All right. And my other tight end, we're going to talk about 2024 draft eligible Michael Trigg, six foot three, 230 pound four star out of Tampa, Florida. He will be attending the University of Southern California, USC Trojans. He averaged 22.6 points per game on the hardwood and got some major offers for basketball as well as football. Felt like I was watching a young Draymond Green on the court when I was checking out some of his his film from basketball. He much like wide receiver Drake London at USC. It sounds like Michael Trigg will be playing for both the football and basketball teams while with the Trojans. This might sound crazy, but LSU and South Carolina also offered him the same opportunity to play on both teams at their respective universities. He's a true two sport athlete that will be a great addition for the Trojans football team. Tree can easily continue to bulk his frame. And that thought is a scary one if he's able to do so while keeping up his speed and shiftiness. 
Trig wasn't used much in blocking roles in high school, but that doesn't bother me one bit as he is someone who possesses natural hands and should be used in mostly strength mismatches against DBs or speed mismatches against linebackers. With his extensive dual sport experience, his body control and boxing out on the contested catches could lead him to being a great red zone target early and often. The sky is the limit for Trig and his athleticism. And now it's just about opportunity and then fully choosing which sport and committing to it. So Trig is easily my guy. And the one I think will be wearing the crown out of the underclassmen tight ends. Hoopers just win at the tight end position. So now you know what it's about in Florida, the Sunshine State. You know who to be paying attention to in your draft from this area, this region. I'm pumped to keep this one going for you guys. It's time for the quote of the show, though. From a book I've been reading called Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable. It's written by Tim S. Grover, who most famously trained Michael Jordan, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, among others. Pressure can bust pipes, but it can also make diamonds. If you take the negative view, it will crush you. Now you're in an I can't do this frame of mind. But the positive view is that pressure is a challenge that will define you. It gives you the opportunity to see how much you can take, how hard you can go. Everyone wants to cut back on stress because stress kills. I say bullshit. Stress is what brings you to life. Let it motivate you. Make you work harder. Use it. Don't run from it. When it makes you uncomfortable, so what? The payoff is worth it. Work through the discomfort. You'll survive. And then go back for more. Man, I love that one by Tim Grover. It it just keeps you in the right mindset. It makes you appreciate the challenges coming at you. And just really accept them and go after them in a different way. So always continue to work on that mindset. That's why I do the quote of the show. I appreciate you guys. I will see you next week for another episode of Elite Seekers. That's it for now. Elite Seekers out.